There we yeah. go. I mean, I will about serve it and it will be right inside the line every time because I'm aces. Mm. Yeah. 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 Glad record that. Record. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and earlier you yeah. complaining. You're like, I have to get some reps. I've got to do yeah. this. I have to have that before hey, I get uh, out there. I have a merch. It's yeah, like any great pitcher that comes up. I gotta throw a couple. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. it's routine. Mm, routine, huh? Is that what we're yeah. gonna call it? We're calling routine. We get, then we get going. Give me some of that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't even know what that I don't was. Even know what you're doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, don't or a little of this. Maybe it's a little of that too. There you go. Fist of Fury. That. Oh, I'm an Eileen. What do you do? What do there you go. You, I little... hope he punches his camera. There's <laughs> <laughs> some Fist of Fury coming at you. There it, it is. Floats like a it's, butterfly. That's right. Fury. <clears throat> fist of Fury. Come on. Fist of Fury. Amazing. It is amazing. Thank you very much. So, all right. Well, I think, like I said, Mullins, I think you should just use him as an emergency player. So, but no, anyway. We did, we did have to pick up somebody last night. I, oh, I would rather pick somebody what? up off the street than... Whoa! That's, that's, on? that's yeah. not nice. Wow, that's not cool at all, man. That's John is just phone call no, away. I think that was on call for it. I was. I had a, <laughs> I just left like twenty minutes before he started playing. I was there. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> oh, we needed a girl. <clears throat> oh, uh, put a wig on him. What? I got a beard. Uh, <laughs> Just tell me you just tell me you identify as a woman next time. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. That's true. No, no, we can't. We can't do that. We can't do that. Gary, gonna have to do no. something. Well, control out. Everybody, control. Everybody, <laughs> Everything's everything's good. Rebound. Control. Rebound. Oh boy. Bring it back. That's right. All right. So this day, but how was it, Mullins? I know you didn't. It wasn't successful last night. But what happened? Break it down for us. No. The, tell us all about the ref. Yeah. 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 We don't Tell us about the ref that talked to you for games. Three that games. That was horrible. That was horrible. I'm what, what were, the, were the scores even close? Yes. And that that that's what made it even worse is that yeah, she was making horrible calls. And if it's a tight mm-hmm. game like that, the horrible calls matter. Mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. Is, this is one of the top teams in the league. And we had a we were, yeah. It was, okay, my question, were you were we ahead most of these games? Are we, like, are even? How was it going? Pretty even in the first two, and then we were ahead in the last one. And they actually came back, and then – so there's a time limit. Okay. And we were ahead by one point, mm-hmm. and time ran out, but they let her let them serve anyway. The ref let them serve Ooh. anyway. And they weren't even set properly. They were, like, okay. all over the place. Okay. She still let him set, and they scored a point to tie it. And so then it went to, you know, next score wins. And yeah. then they got that one, too. Oh, so, uh, okay. okay I mean, that's yeah, a we should stopped them, but the, the refereeing was horrible. I, I can, okay, I can agree with that last one. That last one I can agree with. I can get on yeah, board with. Tom ran out, and then she let him go ahead and serve. Yeah. yeah. John, what do you think? Are you, is, that a, is that a fair assessment? We could get on, on board with that, right? I mean, maybe for that one game, but you don't lose three games because of a ref. That's, I didn't say that's, it was that's, all that's, because that, of her. That that's just team dynamics right there. That's the sound of like. Well, we did have a new person too, so that, uh, that hurts. Here, that's uh, excuse number two, okay? Yeah. 
Uh, Rap the time. And then you weren't there yeah. to cheer us on. That's right. You weren't there this time. That's so, I was there from six to eight. You, yeah. That's not when we played. Well, so really, <laughs> it's all your fault. Uh, yeah, so it is. I'm not on the team. How, how many? How many? Uh, how many more games we got left? Can we? Can we make this? Make this up? Or we? Can we move into a different spot? <clears throat> we are fifth right now. Yeah, they're and ten and eight. It's not so, great. Uh, but yeah, we're we could we got two more games, and then the tournament. Or do we? Do we get a buy in the tournament if we move up in the seating? Can we get some? No, there's no way we'll get to first. I, and I think in the tournament, only the top two get like a buy in the first round. Okay. And yeah, there's no way can, we can catch those two teams. Mm. But we could get up to third. It, you know who, Go ahead. You know who never complains about refs or anything like that? Oh. Roy McElroy. Uh, or the that's because there are no refs. Oh, the Patriots don't complain about them either. Yeah. Uh, well, that's because, yeah, everyone's in their pocket. There's, there's the Patriots are not in their pockets. They just have they just have a master rule book guy. That's all it is. Bill Belichick is just a master rule book guy. You know that, and I know that. How many times has that franchise been caught cheating above any other franchise? Whoa, whoa. just in the last ten years, <clears throat> allegedly. I, allegedly. Yeah, it's like, allegedly, it's all allegedly. It's all allegedly. Shit. Okay. losing draft picks. Alleged. Factually. Well, why does the NFL keep making rule book changes? Too. Exactly. Why, does, why do they keep doing yeah, that John. to the to the Pats? Why do they keep doing that? Because whatever. Because the Ravens complain and <laughs> bemoan and groan about the fact that someone used a tackle over and they didn't like it. So anyway, he no, we lost him. They um, cheat. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> they don't cheat. Uh, they cheat. Well, I thought what's, what's the whole word? What's the whole term here? If you're not cheating, you're not trying. And that, that that's the Raiders, is it? That's not the Raiders. That's the Raiders mantra. It was like the Raiders in the 70s. Uh, here we go. More excuses. Yeah, here we go. That's true. A leopard can't change his spots. Ooh. What if he dunks himself in paint? I don't so know. Spots are still there. They're just hidden. What if, what if it's a panther? They didn't have spots. If it's a black jaguar, it still has spots. You just can't yeah. see him that well. Jaguar. Yeah. Jaguar. Okay. And that's yeah. the egg Jaguar. Okay. Jaguar. <laughs> Jaguar. <laughs> what up, Jaguar. Uh, Jaguar. Man, Jaguar. So this is Man. like a fever. I, just want, I want to mention something here. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, Based no. On competing, I, don't, I don't think we allowed you to talk yet. Uh, I'm going to. Based <laughs> okay. on competing on the Off Our Game podcast, uh, basketball thing that we're doing, somebody oh, has yeah. no points. I was going to bring that up, by the way. Um, why is why does yeah. crackhead over there not have any because stuff? because he when he sent that link out it was the day of the games and by the time I yeah. got around to it half Wrong. the games had already been played so I was like screw it I'm not doing it I've already missed the first he sent like, it out like a games. week in advance how yeah. many oh, how many uh, how many excuses we got today man, man we got we got, the, we got the refs because yeah. when I went the to rule books out, games that already started so I just didn't yeah know. I was late to I was late to signing up it wasn't my fault yeah. it was Cook's fault man there are a lot of excuses out there today are y'all signing up for the draft thing tomorrow all right yeah I'm not doing I that know. I ain't doing that crap and here he goes here what? we go what 
It's because I don't want to do it. Insubordinate. I do what I want to. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. By the way, I'm winning the basketball thing right now. Are you really? Yeah, just, Mullins is winning. Decided. Just make a yeah. Y'all suck at basketball. Just saying. I haven't I checked it. My bad. It's yeah. ridiculous. You and I are tied, and he's he's four and two. We're two and four. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh, at least John. At least John's losing. So I'm okay with that. That's true. Last place. That makes me feel better. I, I would have won though. You. <laughs> there's no way to there's no way to know that, John. There's no way to know. I know. <laughs> Well, oh, you can jump man. in. Just make sure after the first round, you got to put in your second round picks. Yeah. And don't blame anybody because you forgot to do it. I forgot exactly. to do it. I'm already going to forget. I'm going to forget. Cook, send me a link. Wow. All right. Let's get started on the show. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's, yeah, Let's do it. Episode scrap all that. 96 <laughs> of Off Our Game is wow. here. I, mean, uh, I, I would like to thank my. Uh, partners here for getting me going here so it was a little sluggish at first but apparently now i'm back so thank you cook and mullins and john uh episode 96 famous number 96 is we have what cortez kennedy Ooh, nice one uh is there a famous 96 for the cowboys is dana still before 96 or was he 95 i thought i said we were 94 yeah we already did okay sorry my bad i don't think uh if there's anybody else famous I can think of off the top of my head, famous 96. Uh, I mean, we could look somebody up that I know, but I don't know if we want to do no, that. No, don't say it. Don't say it? I've done it, I, like, for the past six shows, if not longer. M- MB? Is that his initials? Yeah. Uh-oh. 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 He muted again. That's not good. So to Get the oh, smack boy. down. Oh, golly. This is eating in the during the show, John. Come on now. <laughs> Let's be professional. <laughs> you already had Cool Ranch Doritos. I had a hot dog and Doritos and water, and now I got some Dutch Bros. Uh, you got to get a fire lizard uh, with cream. I don't even know what that is. What's, what's in it, John? What's in it? I think it's banana, strawberry, something else. There's a third <laughs> thing. I don't know. Orange, orange, okay. orange, banana. Robert, no, you're, no, you're, no, you're just making stuff up. You're just, you're just making stuff up now. So I'm convinced, John. You must have like a tapeworm or something. You must have this like tapeworm that's living in you or something because they put some extra orange in that one. You, uh, <laughs> you're the person I know eats that much and doesn't have to worry you don't about. Eat that it. Much. Definitely have a tapeworm. You don't eat that much. I've seen you like go through like multiple. You go through like one dinner at the beginning of the show, and then I've seen you had dinner after the show plenty of that, times. That, but those are just like little small like finger food. Like people just bring me stuff and I eat. <laughs> you like a trash panda? I like trash pandas. Yeah. I'm like I'm like Java. I just sit here and people bring me stuff, and then I. Uh, okay. <laughs> I got that little uh, bucket of frogs or whatever he eats. Yeah. Yeah, those things. Yeah. Cook looks way too much. He looks too deep in thought right now. I he can't know, right? do anything. He looks way too deep in thought. I'm just thinking that my wife drives from here to Katie to go to Dutch Brothers. Wow. Just, yeah. There's like seven of them in town now. Like there's, there's there was zero here. and now there's a hundred. Yeah. yeah. There's like a bunch here. They're all on the northwest side of town, but they're building a bunch over here by us. So I'm what's sure. the uh, what's the drive between you and Katie? 45 minutes? Yeah, about 45 minutes. That's crazy. Is that with, I assume that's with no traffic? That's with no traffic, yeah. So she goes 90 minutes round trip. Oh, boy. For golf rolls. 
I told him, I like, you got too much time on your You know, I've, I've, yeah. I've never, I've never had Dutch Brothers, so mind you, I'm not a coffee drinker, but I'm not a coffee drinker. I get tea, drinker. or they have like Frosties and other stuff. I don't drink tea or coffee. Man, we are off the rails today. You, you got some fruit fruit drinks that you drink, John. I'm disappointed in you. I thought you drank what? some hard coffee. Mm-mm. I drink never... this orange banana crisp <clears throat> fruit roll-up drink. Here's here's an interesting Bougie. fact about John. I've never had a cup of coffee in my life. What about a I've sip? I've never even had I've never even had a sip of coffee in my life. Wow. wow. Then how never. do you know you don't like it? I don't like the smell of it. Oh. Mm. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. That's me. I love I guess... the smell, but I hate the taste. That's how I am. I like it. I think it smells great, but I can't stand the taste of yeah. it. Yeah. I, I can't. I, I've tried multiple things from Starbucks and other places, and yep. it just it doesn't it doesn't register. If so. you need to get going, there's alternatives. You don't have to just have coffee. I knows what you mean. That's not, that's why I, I that's why I text you, John, whenever I need something. That's why I text you and only you. So, <laughs> Allegedly. I, Allegedly. I text you at 979. <laughs> 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 uh let's do the same sports real fast on the same sports april 27th april 27th uh in 1956 april 27th 1956 undefeated world heavyweight boxing champion rocky marciano retires from the ring i believe he was 49 and 0 if i remember correctly yeah. i was gonna say Ed, he retired or undefeated i did not know that yes yep. he did wow he did. um 1961 the nfl officially uh, recognizes the Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. So I guess that I guess that Hall of Fame started before before the NFL recognized it. I guess so. That's interesting. Uh, 1983, Nolan Ryan becomes a strikeout king with 3,509 yeah. strikeouts. Go passing, Rangers! <laughs> passing Walter Johnson. Yeah. So. That's a significant stat right there. It's not like some of the other ones. That's a very significant stat right there. Um, 1990, uh, the great uh, Los Angeles Dodger, Oral Hersizer, undergoes career-ending shoulder surgery. And there's not much after that except for this, which we'll talk about very soon. 2017 NFL Draft, Texas A&M defensive end, Miles Garrett gets gets picked first by the Cleveland Browns. Number one. Number one. What? That was a great day. One. It was a good day. I was excited about that day. I yep. haven't been in a while. I was excited about it. When you think of Oral Hershiser, mm-hmm. do you think of him as a Dodger? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think I think of him as an Indian. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yep. I, no, I, I know him as a Dodger. I, I don't know why, but like when you said that, I had to go, oh, yeah, he was on the ball. And he had like, what, 72 or 73 scoreless innings or something like that? Uh, 55. 54. 55? Something like that. That should be. I think that's the right. A lot. I know that. So yeah. I forgot that he played with the Indians, though. Or excuse me, the Guardians, whatever you want to call them. No, they were the Indians. They were the Indians then, but everything is so retroactive. So you know. Anyway, um, I forgot that he was there for a little while. But was he there during the Albert Bell years and when they went to the World Series against the Marlins? Was he on that staff? Uh, that was way so. too far past his time, wasn't it? Are you sure? I thought he was in there in the 90s. Yeah, I'm going to say 1997, I believe. It's, okay. If I remember correctly, it was the Marlins versus the Indians. And I think that's the one that went to game seven. And the Edgar Renteria won that game with a single to right. Renteria, there. Yeah. Man, look at this guy. 
Let's give me some, give me some stats, uh, Mullins. Am I right about that? Nineteen ninety seven or ninety six World Series. Let's see. Marlins versus Indians. He was with the Indians from ninety five to ninety seven. He played in the World Series against the Braves. Braves. Interesting. Yeah. That was one of their. That was nineteen ninety five. Yeah. Yeah, nineteen ninety five against the Braves. Um, and then he went ninety seven against the Marlins. Oh, yeah, there it is. Who won? Who won? Uh, Marlins. Marlins. Seven games, right? Yeah. Yeah. Indians. Yeah. And, 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 and who won? And who won? Who had the game winning hit? Somebody tell me. If someone says Edgar Renteria, I am awesome and I'm going to leave the show right now. Oh, I don't even please have to talk. be Renteria. Please. <laughs> please. Uh, I don't have that stat in front of me. Oh, what? Yeah. What do we pay you for? What do we pay you for? Wait, hold on. Let me get there. Oh, gosh. John's going to find it before you do. And John writes everything down. Here we go. John doesn't even use a computer. I don't even. Yeah, who needs Let's a computer? See. Game seven. Cook's not helping anybody. Cook's just over there in his own, in his own world. I'm God. trying to find it. He's like, oh, you're, you're lying. Now you're That's lying. Crazy. He's like, oh, have Dutch Bros and Katie. Yeah, he is. Dutch Bros and Katie. I'm not either. Yeah. So, let's see. Let's see. I'm, I'm going to find it real fast. Who did you say it was? Edgar Renteria. Damn, he's right. Yay! Right. He had a hard line Woo! drive back up the middle in the infield. Yeah. Walk yeah. Off and but it was game yeah. seven, not game six. So you're wrong. I said game. No, I said game seven. He said, he said game, game seven. He said game seven. He said seven. I said seven. <laughs> uh, whatever. I got like we're not recording. recording. We are recording this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Fist of Fury. Boom, boom, boom. Fist of Fury. There we go. Feeling better? Uh, Even when he's sick, he can think of all this stuff. I uh, know. Well, I remember watching it, though, too. I remember watching it. It was, it was, uh, I remember watching it. And I think it was, if I remember correctly, the guy that crossed the plate was uh, Greg Council, who is, who was the manager of the Milwaukee Brewers. So, how do you remember this crap? I just remember, I don't know. I don't know. I just remember watching the game. It was it was it was a tense. It was a good series. Like that '97 series with the Marlins and Indians was really really good. And it was a good I, series. I watched that. I watched the whole thing because it wasn't the Yankees or the Cardinals or anybody yeah. like that that's normally in the World Series. So I watched that whole thing yeah. top to bottom. All right, tell me who won. Who scored this winning run? Was it uh, Greg Council? It Somebody was. tell me that. Yep. Was it? Oh, it was. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, good call. No, nah, no, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're like, welcome. I know you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you're like, you're like Tom Brady up here. That's gonna hurt, John. That's okay. You're like Tom Brady up here. No fumbling. Old. Oh man. No, he's getting everything right. Who was pitching though? Oh no. For who? The Marlins? No, for no. The, uh, who gave up the for hit? the Indians? Oh, oh, when they were up there hitting. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't have no idea. But I, I think it was, if I remember correctly, Beckett started the game. I think, I think for the Marlins, the Beckett started the game for the Marlins, and I can't tell you who Jason started Beckett, for the Indians. His name? Just Justin. Justin Beckett. You Justin, Houston, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Did Beckett start the game? Let's Please see. tell me Beckett started the game. Please tell me he started the game. Or take him be writing. I don't even know. Marlins was episode ninety six where Sosa's head is exploded. Letter was the pitcher for the Marlins. Who was Al Letter? Leader? Oh, Al Leiter? Al Leiter. 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 Wasn't he a ranger? Um, I don't remember. And he might have been. 
Dang, I got that wrong. Yeah. Okay. Who was the I'll stop? I think Beckett was the was the starting pitcher. Oh, Charles. Uh Nagy? Nagy? Oh yeah, Nagy. Yeah, yeah. Nagy for the Indians. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, that was a good series, though. That was a real good series. So anyway, now let's keep going on. Um, obviously the big news of this week is two things: the NBA playoffs. Uh, which have been good. I'm sure we all have watched all the NBA playoffs, right? The Celtics are just Celtics are just watched. rolling right now. I can't Nets believe Nets got that. swept. Oh, dude, it made me so happy. Made me so happy. Have no idea how it made it happy. We got no Lakers and no Nets. It's perfect. Yeah. You know, I, and I've never been anti Kevin Durant, but for some reason, this series, I really, really was. I was very anti Kevin Durant. I've always been pretty much. Kyrie, I never really liked Kyrie, but I've been very anti Kevin Durant, and he didn't look the same anymore. He didn't look like a superstar in this series anymore, and I don't know if he's lost that or if he had to carry the team all season. I don't know, but either way, they got swept and they're done. So, KD, uh, it's done. Um, yeah, we have to look at the Bucks. We got the Bucks tonight too, right? Bucks are going to win because Caruso is out. They're up ninety to sixty four right now. Yeah, Caruso yeah, is out. So. And Levine, I think. Yeah, and then. Nuggets and Warriors are tonight also. That's yeah. the last game yep. of the night. Yep. So yeah. But uh yeah. I'll tell you one thing. The Grizzlies and the Minnesota series has been so entertaining. So good. John Morant is the man. John was right. I was talking crap too early, and they were down by 11 with like six minutes left. And John was like, just wait a second. And they did. They came back and won. And that layup was that was good. That was the a good play. Was amazing. That was a great point. Did you see the tomahawk dunk he did? The dunk yes. was stupid. Oh, that was so <laughs> nasty. nasty. It was like a Dr. J. Like he was yeah. touching his toes and, and brought it in. Oh, it's great. Yeah. yeah was that great. was good. That was really good. Um, did you see where him and like Beverly were drawn? Like, well, I mean, Beverly mm-hmm. always draws, but he, Beverly did something. I don't remember what. And he was holding his hand like real close to the ground, like meaning, oh, you're small, you're small. And then John Morant did something and he put his hand down on the ground, like, oh, I, I got you. You're small. Huh. I, I love that kind of stuff. If you're Patrick Beverly, do you really have a lot of room to jaw? I don't mean I'm not being disrespectful to him, but he doesn't carry the team. He's a defensive minded guy. He's not putting up like 15 points and no, 10 rebounds. That, that's his job. He's no different than Bruce Bowen back in the day. Yeah, that's his job is to be the annoyer. Yeah, but Bruce Bowen what didn't go around talking crap. I mean, that, that I remember. Uh, I don't know. About Bruce that. Bowen used to run his mouth a lot. Yeah. People, a lot but, of people did not like. Bruce. But like Beverly, he, though, he did it. He did it in a maybe a little more different way, but he definitely was just as brutal. Okay, yeah, he, he wasn't like Bruce. I mean, uh, Beverly like flops around and love, and he makes all these hand gestures. Yes, that's his job. I don't know. I don't remember Bruce being quite that way. I didn't. I'm not saying he didn't get in Kobe's head or mind during some of those games, but I just don't remember it just being so flailing. Like John saying, like Patrick is like. Like he throws himself everywhere. And I'm yeah, just he's like, a little, he's a little dramatic. A little? A little. You think I'm dramatic? That dude's like way dramatic, more dramatic. Nobody, than I. nobody compared him to you. Nobody compared him to you. Calm down. Whoa. Whoa. Differences. Hey, do we not just remember what happened? Ah. 1997 World Series. Okay. Do we not just remember <laughs> that? Do I have to remind everybody throughout the podcast about this or what? No. Okay. Don't. <laughs> anyway. Uh, do you want a guy? Do you want a guy like that on your team, though? Do you yes. want a? You do? No. Yes. Why? We had one. His name was John Hamilton. I was about to say, as someone who has been the team annoying guy, it's an important role. <laughs> <laughs> I 
You take the, the other team is not thinking about what they're supposed to be doing because they're too busy trying to yell at you about something stupid. And then you're, you're renting space in their head and mm-hmm. that helps the team out. John's good at it. I can, I can believe that. Can. I can, I can believe that. Can. I can believe that about John. But, the, the, but Mullins was saying no. Mullins was like, I don't want a guy like that. So Mullins, you don't, you, do you want a guy like John on your team messing with the, the best player? Nah. I've been on a team with Kerry. That's true. Yes. And? It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, my experience wasn't that great with it. Uh, that's, that's great. Oh, that was fantastic. Oh, uh, Cook, what is your, what is it? What do you like it? Do you like the antagonizing and the jawing the whole time and everything? Yeah. yeah. As long as it's not you. I used to do it. I used to do it to a degree. I mean, how many times, how many times that even on this podcast, we've told stories about some dumb shit I was doing. It's funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did it as well, but nothing to the level of John. John was, he's, he's just a natural smart ass. So it was good. He was, he was good at it. He was good yep. at it. Okay. My, my wife would concur. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I bet so. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. fun to watch for sure. Yeah. Oh, I, I, will say, I will say this. There are times where it's just like, oh boy, here we go. We're going to have to back this up now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the, the check is getting written. We're going to have to do something about this. Right. Uh, uh, I, will, I will agree that someone like John, I would like to have him on my team. I definitely don't want to go against him. I've definitely gone against people like that. I'm just like, God, I just want to just, like, if I could punch you in the mouth right now and not get ejected from this game, I totally would. Now, you can have too many of them. You only need one. Yeah, you know. Oh, I know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, there have been times when we played in tournaments and such, and there's, there's, I'm sure you've heard this name before, Elpidio Garcia. Oh, my God. Yes. Yep. And he is, yeah, you get him and John together. It's a little much. You need one or the other. And I would, I would argue that even Elpidio by himself is too much. So, yeah, he would go places I wouldn't go. Yeah. (laughs) Take it to a a little, yeah. Interesting. Far. Okay. All right. With John, it was always, you're like, I'm just trying to rent space. Yeah, like I would do it and I would be, try to be funny about it. He yeah, would, but that would be get taken to the level of violence. Yeah. <laughs> and we have seen him punched in the face before because of it. And uh, I never I never got physically hit by him. Uh, okay, okay, John, I ask a question. On, on your, during your game and whatever is going on, are you just mentally jawing or are you like okay, this? Or are no. you phys- are you physically also just been like every time you have a chance to like bump somebody you're bumping somebody? I play people like that too. They jaw it every time they got a chance to like push you just a second. They do that too. Is that your, not, your game I'm also? Not necessarily like talking the whole time. It's just like with if they get a little cocky with something, I try to remind them that they're not what they think they are. It's usually a retaliatory thing, and then once then I've zeroed in on whatever, then I just keep going back at it and back at it and back at it and I become a problem. But I usually don't start off just going, okay, I'm going to just start talking shit for no reason. There's usually okay. someone that made me angry. You, see, okay. you, you touched on what I did. John did the talking. I was yeah. the one that I'd find the guy on the other team who didn't like contact. Uh, I, would, okay. I would intentionally, okay. I, would, I would make sure that we had contact at some point frequently. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Yep. Mullins, yep. Do you have something to your game, Mullins? I don't know. I don't know how you play your no, game. Carrie, Carrie uh, is Mr. Straight Lace. And come out. Tom <laughs> Landry is my coach. <laughs> I'm just there to play the game. Yeah, uh, that's what we were doing too. Yeah. There's uh, all aspects of the game. 
so you're there for uh, the you're there for the beauty of the game. You're there for the right. beauty and the, the honesty of the, of the game. game. The, the purity of the game. That's oh, right. Okay, I like that. Okay. All right. I guess all, I guess all balance each other it. out. Sometimes you got to push it to the limit where you're you're bending the rule. Wait a minute. We just talked about that. Nobody likes that. Remember, we just talked about the, the, oh, the I didn't say I didn't, I didn't say I didn't like that. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say. I didn't like that. Uh, what do you mean, Cook? What, what kind of rules are you trying to bend? Let's just say that, you know, some setups here and there might take place. You know, I might have been oh. known to allegedly, you know, had someone who was doing a really hard pass rush, and I might give them a really hard elbow one play. And then okay. in the huddle of that play, I might tell the ref, like, that dude's rushing real hard, not watching, and then, you know, intentionally get blown up the next play and get a 15-yard penalty on the guy. Wow. Yeah, I give him a nice little knee in the thigh or something and piss him yeah. off and intentionally tell the ref between plays and the next play knowing he's going to be angry. Yeah, that's might smart. Flop, might flop a little that's, bit. I like that. Uh, wow. So I'm hearing he's like LeBron. No. He sounds a little Bill Belichick-y, what he sounds oh, like. Yeah, that's that's, true. that's what it sounds yeah. like. Like all of a sudden, like this dude is important. Watch this guy. On I've been watching him all game. Right Watch this guy on this little next play right here. And all of a sudden I, there's a penalty. You'd love to go to the ref and be like, look, dude, I'm tired of this crap. You're letting him get away with stuff all game. You gonna do something about this? And then I've been, you know, knowing that I just, you know, threw an elbow in his ribs or something to play before, knowing that he's gonna come back at me the next play. Allegedly. Mm, allegedly. Oh, no, allegedly too. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. <laughs> Uh, do you have a famous story about this? Do you have a like in partic- a particular story where you're just like, this was my best one ever? Um, probably the dude that punched me in the face and gave me stitches. I don't know if y'all were at that game. Were y'all at that? Were you at that game, John? Was it was that was a practice, wasn't it? Or was, it was that a practice? Game? Yeah, it was a practice uh, game. I was no, about. I wasn't. No, I, I know the one was, you're talking about. I was about. eating his lunch up on blocking, and then you know, he kept running his mouth, and so I gave him a little. I gave him a little something on one play. And the next play, he even he'd even like come at me like a like a pass rush. He just stood up and straight up punched me right in the face. Wow. Busted my eye, gave me 21 stitches right above my forehead. Nice. And of course, I went a little crazy and I'm bleeding everywhere. I'm like, is that all you got, dude? You're about to get your ass whooped. And of course, there's like Ooh. me and three people, and there's like 40 of them. And <laughs> Dan was like, yeah. shut up, get in the car. This was like a, a scrimmage. Like there's no refs or crowd or anything. Yeah. It's just like meet at a park. All I kept yelling was like, if that's all you have, you're about to get your ass whooped, boy. John and John, what is your best story? Uh, like about getting on somebody's head. Anybody, anybody like your favorite? Let's like I got this guy's head so bad. Uh, I don't know. Was it the real nice guys or the Irish real nice guys? Are a classic. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, they were all. I don't. I can't remember like one. That, that was more toward the refs because the refs were yelling at us, yeah. and I, I couldn't curse anymore, so I had to use that. I don't know. I, I just would say the same shit over and over. You used to make Chris Osgood really mad. Chris Osgood and uh, Schwartz. And Brian those, Schwartz. Chris Osgood. Two, Schwartz used to get, did not like me. Which used to crack me up because we used to always tell Osgood, like, you used to play quarterback in college. At a and How is John getting on your nerves? He's talking trash. I'm sure people have said much worse things to you. And he's like, it's just something about him. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> about that guy. He just gets up under. You must still him off big time. Uh, must be what our fans say about John too. Must be right. All right, let's go. All right, let's keep moving on. Uh, NFL draft is tomorrow night in what? Las Vegas. So I'm sure nothing bad could happen with the NFL draft in Las Vegas on the Strip. I'm sure nothing. none of those things. I'm sure it's going to be the cleanest 
thing going on. Eugene Robinson, watch out. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Oh, man. Man of the Year Award. There it is. Uh, Oh, man. Come on, Cook. Take it easy on him, man. Take it easy on him. All I said was he won the Man of the Year Award that year. Uh, He did. That night. Uh, okay, man. All right, let's do some serious editing of the show. We all um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, first round. <laughs> first round kicks off tomorrow night in Las Vegas. I'm sure we're all excited, right? Dude, yes. I'm pumped. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, but what are you excited? Is it just the? Is it just the draft? Are you waiting for your team to draft? What's what's the excitement, Cook? The whole thing. I like all of it. Like all the above. Matter of fact, I was having this discussion with my wife today, and she asked me, she goes, if you had to pick between the draft and, like, you know, a, watching a regular season game sometimes, I'd be like, well, you know, sometimes I might pick the draft. I like the intrigue of the draft. I used to like all the the information that goes into the draft, all the the backstories, the trading, the no trading, who got who. Oh, my God, I can't believe you picked that dumbass. You know, that kind of stuff. It's just fun. Okay. Yep. I figured you were just waiting to pick, you know, who was the, who was the bust in the draft. Much not like worry. Sometimes, but not all the time. Okay. So, like who? Who did you say? I can't. I can't say that word. <laughs> um, I got you. Said I got Rory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, what about you? What do you? What's exciting you about the draft? Is it is it just your team, or is it the whole thing? No, I mean my team doesn't even draft till the third round. I'm still watching. Uh, I love it. This marks actually just 2022. This is the 20th year in a row that I have like really like dug into the draft. And first draft I ever like really, really paid attention to was when uh, we were Texan season holder, uh, season ticket holder. And uh, the Derek, I mean, that David Carr draft. So 2002, that was the first okay. big one. Okay. okay. And I have handwritten. Oh, Every gosh. pick in the draft for 20 years. I had wow. all. Wow. Every draft wow. handwritten. You wasted a lot of paper, John. That's true. <laughs> well, I, and back in the day, I used to print it out. And then I made my own Excel spreadsheet. And I have it all. I just shift the, the picks each year. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Mullis, what are you excited about? Is it is it is it your team or is it everything? Uh, mainly my team, but I mean, it is fun watching at least the first few rounds. After the first few rounds, I kind of get bored of it, but, um, definitely want to see what the Cowboys are going to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited too. I, I, I'm interested to see what the Cowboys do as well. So, uh, goodness gracious. Uh, <laughs> oh, golly. All right. Uh, let's get into it. Let's get into the draft then. Uh, Who's going number one? Things are changing up last minute. Who's going number one? Hutchinson. Walker. That's not, not going to change. Walker. No. I still think it's going to be Hutchinson. I think it's going to be Walker. I think Hutchinson's going to be a Detroit Lion. No, I think I think the same thing, too. I think Walker's going to come out of nowhere and actually, for some reason, steal this. Now, did he have a great uh, pro day or something that I'm not aware of? What's, what's skyrocketing Trayvon up His combine him? numbers. He was his combine, yeah. He All those crazy. things. He didn't do squat during the season for the most part, but his – I didn't do squat. He played well, but that. he did nothing. He did. He played well. He didn't do anything that would have vaulted him to the top of the list. It's everything's gone crazy with his his combine and personal workouts. You're you're the GM and you have the number one pick. Are you going off potential? or Are you going off numbers? <sighs> Depends on the franchise. 
<laughs> well, that's your, you're, you're the GM right now, man. You're, I'm you're the GM. By me, I'm not going. I'm going by. I'm picking solid picks. I'm. Well, I know that you're going by numbers. It's going to have to be production. I got to have production. Yeah. I'm not okay. going by. You know, there might be a little potential. Like ten percent might be the potential. The rest of it's got to be production. So the combine is how much does the combine mean to you then? You're you're the GM right now. How much does the combine mean to you right now? To me, I just want to see them move. You know, do they look? Do they make the eyeball test? Do they, you know, like Kellamon, he looked very robotic. I didn't like that about Kellamon. You know, I want to see are they fluid or they that kind of stuff. I want to see what their fluidity is. I want to see their explosiveness, that kind of stuff. I'm not really concerned necessarily with their 40 time, unless somebody shows up who's a running back and they weren't run a four nine. You know, it, I think the numbers only would hurt you, in my opinion, oh, for the most part. Combine numbers, you mean? You mean combine yeah. numbers? Okay. Yeah, I would look at them too. It's it's more of a okay. Just make sure this dude's not got something glaring going on. Mullins, John, you're also GMs. You have the number one pick right now. What are you going off? Are you going off potential combine numbers, or are you going off production? Production. Combine means very little to me. If, yeah, that, I think Cook has said this before. That's kind of like almost like a tiebreaker. Like if you've right. got it between a couple guys, and you're like, well, okay, maybe this guy's combine numbers were a little better. But it's, I mean, if, if you've seen them play an entire season or two or three, I mean, that that tells you what you need to know right there. Yep. Yep. Game film and then uh, interviews. That, that Interviews are big. That's what I, that's what I want. What are you looking for, though, Mullins? What are you looking for? Like, you're just talking about game film and interviews. What are you looking for if you're the GM? What are you what's like, hey, I want this guy because of this? Oh, yeah. Game film, I mean, tells you a lot. I want to see how well they're matched up against other top players in the, you know, uh, like in Hutchinson. I want to see how well that he plays the pass. I want to see how well he plays the run, how well he can get around good blockers. I don't want to see him playing against chump, you know, offensive linemen. I want to see what he can do They'll against top offensive line. Right, yeah. And so – you look at that and then, you know, if that's, if you like what you see, then you go and interview the kid. Then I'm looking for, you know, his personality. I want to know, you know, is he all about himself or is he about team? Is he about, you know, sharing the spotlight, you know, because when you get to the NFL and if you are an elite player, you're going to be in the spotlight, you know, how well are you going to handle that? How well are you going to be handling yourself off the field so it's it to me it's probably 50 50 50 percent of what i'm seeing on tape and 50 percent of what i get in the interview i'm just thinking of the interview he's going to tell you what you want to hear i mean come on i mean what kid at that age 21 22 is not going to just be like yes sir i do this and yes sir i do that and yes sir i do this there, come on now. there i guarantee you there's a lot of that but if there you're are good some at your them, job man. You should be able to read through that. Yeah, I mean, that's it's what like with any job, about. any job where people interview, you're going to, you know what to say. And, yeah. but there's people, you, you, they know how to look for certain key words or phrases or right. how comfortable you are, that, that sort of thing. Everyone lies in interviews, but you, you got to read through it. You keep hearing all these horrible uh, stories coming out from the combine talking about Thibodeau's combine interviews and crap. Like, you know, I heard one, uh, they were talking about, I can't remember what the podcast was. I was listening to you. It was a major podcast. They were talking about 
they were going over anonymous scouts and anonymous coaches who'd make comments on various high profile draft prospects. And Thibodeau kept coming up as he's a handful. They said this three minutes into the interview, like this dude's going to be a handful. He's going to be a problem. He's not focused on football. He's got too much other crap going on. Okay. Yeah. Interviews are highly important. So apparently he wasn't trained well enough for his interview. You don't go in there telling people all that kind of crap, you know, and, you know, well, there's some guys that just can't help themselves. I mean, yeah, it's true. And if you won't take the time to prepare for an interview, what makes me think you're going to take the time to prepare for Sunday? Well, then, but then that's when you also got to look at, okay, well, this guy was this way in the interview, but my God, look at his film, look at his, his dominance on the field. And then you got to weigh out, you know, is it going to be worth your time and effort? Clowney's kind of a big, that way, right? I mean, right. His freakishly athletic talent was amazing and crazy. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's, he's going to be just this wrecking ball pass rusher. And then you started hearing those things about, well, you know, is there a work ethic? It may not be this. It may not be that. He's kind of not interviewing very well. And then, sure enough, that's exactly what you got. He was amazing against the run, but the dude it sucks at his work ethic. And if he worked yeah. at it, he'd be one of the top DNs in the league, but he's not. But then you like last year. Your your boy uh, Micah Parsons. Everyone was like, "Oh, he he looks he's everything on tape, but w- he's had some incidents. We don't know uh, about some of his off the field stuff." And can we? And I remember you guys were like, "I don't know about this pick. I don't know." I was worried. And then so far, at least one year, he you know he kept his nose clean, and I mean that guy's everything you wanted. Yeah, he he's got one of the best work ethics that yeah. I've ever seen. He's got that he's dude, got like one oh of those like God. His. Like a Ray Lewis motor on. Yes. I think he's somebody who learned his lessons yep. and has moved on from them. Right. You know, I think he I matured think quickly. He matured from it. He took his lumps and he learned from it and he matured. Yeah. And that's what you want to see. Exactly. I, I, yeah. I hope that's right, though. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to knock on Micah Parsons, but it's only been a year. It's only it a year. Okay. Right. And he was dominant. And I love the pick after the fact. Initially going into it, I didn't like it. Even in going into OTAs, I didn't like it. I wasn't a fan of it, but he proved me wrong. So it's only been a year. And I need to see another year of this, of this constant dominance. My nose is clean. I'm here to, I'm committed 100% to football. And this is all my life, much like the JJ Watt philosophy. I only play football for this long in my life. And so I'm going to commit everything to it while I can until I can't go anymore. But see, and then that, and then this kind of brings up another thing. I follow Michael Parsons on Twitter. And so, you know, and yeah, you can say whatever you want to on Twitter and you can say what you think people want to hear, but I think what I've seen him post a lot and is, is really him and really how he feels. Um, that dude comes across as an extremely loyal team player, like more than I've seen out of a lot of players. And I'm just amazed by it. Um, very humble, which is also something I had no idea about. Um, and then he just loves football. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's another thing in today's, in today's world is that you've got this social media trail from these guys that you can follow. And so not only do you get an idea of how they are in the interview, but you can look back at their social media and that'll tell you probably more than anything else. Yeah. Um, and, and they had like, even at the beginning of the year, like I was watching them on hard knocks 
and that they were, uh, you know, kind of trying to ease him in, and he was only playing like a little here and there, like you right. do in the preseason. Yeah. And he was getting mad. He was like, ah, oh, I was getting, I was just getting warmed up. Don't pull me out. Don't pull me out. He wanted yeah. to go back in. They're like, no, 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 you know, let's let the backups go in and all this stuff. And then all through the season, you know, he was producing like crazy. He made the Pro Bowl. And then he, all the way up into the Pro Bowl, remember, he was warning everybody else on the yeah. other teams. He's like, I'm, I'm tackling you. Like, I'm not holding up. Like, we're here to play football. I'm going to hit you. So, I mean, he kept that from beginning to end. Yeah. It reminds me of Sean Merriman. Well, remember how fast he crashed, though, Sean Merriman did. Sean Merriman had injuries. You're right. I'm not saying that he didn't. Uh, I'm just saying, just remember he how the field stuff too. Yeah. He, he was he was a lightning in a bottle when he was on, and then when he wasn't, he just what he wasn't the same person. So, and after what about four or five the, years? Yeah, I'm just want the comparison on the field. I don't want to say like as a whole, but his the the electric play that he came with his rookie year is what Parsons reminds me of. Okay, if that makes sense. Not yeah, necessarily does. the the actual person and character wise, just his play. It was, and so I hope he's able to keep that up. So, so you do. sound like you're just waiting for the shoe to drop on this guy. You don't sound like you're convinced at all. It's not that I'm not convinced. He proved he throughout the whole season. I was waiting for a shoe to drop. I'm not going to lie. I was waiting for an off the field issue to show up, and not in a negative way. Like just more like being realistic. Just being like I'm waiting for something to happen off the field. Now, what was cool about his story that I really enjoyed, too, was that his family moved to Dallas, too. So after he got drafted, I want to say his mom and somebody else also moved to Dallas, which I'm sure that makes that transition much, much easier. Mm -hmm. And that played into his success. I'm sure that's probably going to happen this year, too. I'm sure his family is still there um, and they're going to, you know, they're going to help him and his success again. But that's what I'm saying. Like once he I don't want to say grows, matures, I don't know what you want to say. If his family is not there, is he that person on his own? Now, that's what I'm trying to figure out. And that's what I want to know. Like in the next couple of years, once we're beyond some of these things and the initial growth in the NFL, will he look that way? Will he have no off the field issues? I, I would just say if he hasn't done anything, just like quit, like worrying that he is going to do something, just enjoy that he's not doing anything. And he's been, you know, good. Or, I mean, you could have a team that has Henry Ruggs and Damon Arnett. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Your, your own coach and like yeah. everyone was just doing everything wrong last year. So enjoy it when they're not doing anything wrong and quit panicking that he is. You're right though. But I, I this is what makes me worried though. It's, it's the Randy Gregory scenario. And that's what I went to initially whenever they picked yeah. him last year, it was the Randy Gregory scenario. How much work are we going to put into this guy off the field? Now, again, we didn't have to do that with him. We didn't have to do that with Michael at all, but it's same thing. I'm just like with Randy Gregory, it was that first year was great. And then going into OTAs, I think he got suspended for four games or something like that for substance abuse or something like that. And then we had to wait for that. And then he came back and then he got hurt. And then that was, that was the second season. And then the third season we get suspended again and all those other things happened. It wasn't until his fourth year, if I remember correctly, that Gregory came on. And then last year, of course, I think we picked up his fifth year option and he was dominant. He was great. And then he signed somewhere else. I'm like, you put all this time into this guy and only to see him walk away ultimately and I'm just like, yeah. we went through suspensions and injuries and off the field psychologists and everything else. And bam, he's going after the fifth year. Now, you know? now coming out of the, the college last year, what was, I just heard that there was stuff with Micah Parsons, but what was it specifically that people were scared about, I guess? 
had he been like any arrest or anything or was this was just like he was kind of like a nightlife guy and they were worried he was gonna heard like, was... I, I, sorry, sorry go ahead no. No, that... i was just gonna say I, can't, I don't remember anything specific that he did yeah it was I heard just kind of were, like a feel. no arrest or anything but some potential um Physical altercation. I was going to say, it was like alleged fights and stuff, right? Yeah. Mm, okay. But not just like fighting with dudes. Yeah. Ah, that old. Okay. Yeah. But nothing ever came of it. So I would have thought something would have came out, but yeah. No, nobody uh, paid anybody. <laughs> uh huh. You can't necessarily allegedly. get away with that anymore. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's but, give me, I have more question and then go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you, you asked us about, about like Hutchinson and what you're looking for or what we're looking for. What are you looking for? I'm probably and, and why don't you see that in Hutchinson? Yeah, what, um, do you see, what, do you, what was the flaw you see in Hutchinson? He's going to bring up the Alabama game. Um, I don't think that he is a gamer. I don't think he's a gamer. Okay. Uh, the game against Ohio State, I don't remember him dominating. Um, I, I don't remember that. I don't remember a dominant game from Hutchinson. Did you not watch the same I, game I watched? I would watch it. I did. I watched it. I would. I, I thought the offensive line. Game. I thought the offensive line for Michigan dominated. Okay, I did not think that he particularly dominated his side of the field. Okay. <clears throat> Secondly, the game against Georgia. I was wanting a big game out of that side of the ball. Okay. Now, mind you, Georgia. They are the national champions, and that was a very good team. But I did not see him show up either against Georgia. Now, it's different when your rest of your team isn't doing anything, but when you're also – but you're dominating your, your position. If you're dominating your position and you're like, God, like this dude has to have somebody on him every single play. I've got to chip him or do something every single play. That's what told me a lot. So I'm not saying he doesn't have a motor, and I'm not saying he's not a good player. I'm just saying for myself, I'm not taking Hutchinson. I'm taking somebody else, and – from the Jaguars, he's probably an old school player too. Hutchinson probably is. He's probably a whole school player, plays his heart out every single down. But I did not see him dominate in in the Ohio State game or in the Georgia game. So if you were the Jags, who who are you picking at number one? If I'm the Jags, I'm going offensive line, and I'm probably going with yeah. that kid. I I can I can how do you say that? Icky Icky Ikawanu. Yeah, Ikawanu. Yeah, I think he's gonna be the best player in the draft. Yeah, I think he is too. And I, I would go with him. I have Trevor Lawrence as my, quarter, as my quarterback right now. And so the last few picks I've taken, I've taken Josh Allen from Kentucky as an edge rusher and some other people that play defensive side. And so I'm going to go offensive line and try to protect Trevor Lawrence and see if he's actually going to be my quarterback. I could see that for sure. I, I totally understand that. They, they do need to protect the golden boy. Yeah. So, and I don't know if what happened, if I'm Jags, like what happened last year, I don't know how much of what Urban Meyer did affected the team. Right. I have no idea. And so I need to get that. I need to figure out if Trevor Lawrence is the guy. And the only way to know that is to stand him up, make sure he's upright most of the time. So that I figure out if he's my franchise guy or if I'm actually going to move on from him, I got to figure out what's going to happen. That's just my thought process if I'm the Jags. So. Cowboys is much different. I'm a, Cowboys, I'm a little different. Thought my process in there, but I'm looking for the same thing. What Cook is looking for. I look. At, I like an old school minded guy who likes physicality on every single play. He wants to be in there. He doesn't want to come off the field. You know, like Michael Michael Parsons is a perfect guy. Motor, physical, 
he wants, he never wants to leave the field. I have to, I want a guy, I have to drag off the field. I want somebody like that. Somebody that wants to be in there all the time and wants to make the play. I have to physically like tell him like, dude, this is not the right set. Get off of the freaking field. You know, like Antonio Brown. <laughs> Maybe like I tell you, oh, but that's wait, what I'm looking for. Wait. <laughs> I want, wait I want, the, I want to try to find the <laughs> ultimate, com- the ultimate competitor too. If I'm interviewing this guy, I want to know what he talks about. I want to know how much he talks about football, when he talks about football, does he watch other people? What is he doing with all these things? I'm not saying he doesn't need to have some kind of recreational life outside of football because they all should. But in my head, I'm thinking, how much do you talk about football? I want to know that. So you want somebody that wants to go out fishing, but while he's fishing, he's talking about football. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can do that. You can fish and talk about football all day. Absolutely. Catch a catfish and then be like, man, that guy, he's in the wrong technique. I can tell you that right now. (laughs) He's going to get beat on the right side. I got you. I got you. So, yeah. so who do you think's the uh, who thinks the bust of the draft? Uh, Thibodeau. I really do. I think Thibodeau is the bust of the draft. I do. So, and I don't know why I, I feel that way, but that's the only guy that keeps coming to mind is Thibodeau. I think, I think Walker. I think he's going to be just a. He reminds me too much of a workout champion king. You know what I mean? Yeah. The other guy that makes me think that he might be a, a big bust too is Malik Willis, quarterback That's out of Liberty. The one I was about to say. Yeah. That's so, going to be my pick for the big bust of this one. Yeah. What will qualify him to be a big bust though? Uh, if he gets picked in the first round and doesn't do well, or yeah, if he gets I mean, or, or what would qualify him as a bust? What if he ends up being a serviceable quarterback for 10 years? And he's not a bust. But if you're, if you play, if you're, brought into the organization to be the franchise quarterback and you don't live up to it a couple of years and you get moved on. Yeah. And the only thing that you do is be as a backup after that, then you're a bust. What if he has, um, I don't know, I can't think of his name right now. Fitzpatrick. What if he has a Fitzpatrick type career? No, that's a bust. That's a bust. Being picked this early in the draft. That's a bust. He's going to pick that yet. I mean, do you consider first round early or do you think, or what, what point in the first round is it not too early to pick him? Anything after the 15th or 16th pick. I think if they, he goes beyond that, I think there's less pressure on him. But ultimately, he's still a first-round pick. You're yeah. still spending your time on elite talent, or you considered elite talent, yeah. out of this draft. And so you're taking a guy that you want to bank on because you think you can. And so if I can't get anything out of him after two or three years, maybe four, then he moves on, then, yeah, he's definitely a bust. What about Especially these dudes that get drafted at the end of the first round where somebody drafts up just because they want to get that fifth-year option on them? And they're like, well, we know he's a second-round talent, but we want that fifth-year lockup just so we can have extra time to work with him. Well, it's not also – for me, it's not like where he's getting picked. But, like, for if it's Malik, they're expecting him to be the first quarterback picked. If you're the first quarterback picked and I you don't produce – it's i've seen him go back and forth uh-huh. um so i get uh, what you're saying but yeah if you're the first even if the second if you're the first or second quarterback picked in the draft and you don't produce within five years you're a bust i heard a stat today that i thought was really fascinating i mean everybody's been talking about how weak or not how not necessarily weak the draft is but how heavy topside talent laden this talent this uh, draft is missing i saw a report today that said that a vast majority of the scouts only graded 20 players 
worthy of first round grade draft picks this year. Mm-hmm. It, especially at quarterback, it's real. Yeah. Thin. Like some teams are like that maybe need a quarterback. They're just going to punt for, for next year because there's a much better crop coming out next year. And none of these guys, I mean, I could easily see none of these guys even panning out these top four or five quarterbacks, right. depending on where they land. Uh, you know, I, this could just be a, just one of those bad seasons. Yeah. I agree with John on that completely. I do. I, I don't, I don't know if Kenny Pickett has it either. The only, the, the only good position I think that's coming out of this draft is a wide receiver position. There's a lot of wide receivers you can yeah. pick. Yeah. After that, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm with you on that assessment, whoever wrote that article, because I'm the same way. I don't see anybody that I'm just like, man, I got to have this guy on my team. I've got to pick him. And even other wide receivers, I'm just like, there's so many to choose from. I feel like I can't miss. Like I can't miss on Jamison Williams or Garrett Wilson or what's the other guy? Alave. Alave. You know, uh, the kid from USC, uh, London. London. I can't think of his first yep. name. Um, those Great. four guys right there are great wide receivers. I feel like I wouldn't miss on any, any of those four. I would love to have Jamison Wilson. Williamson. I hope that uh, maybe he'll fall to the Texans, possibly at 13, maybe. Yeah. I have a list yeah. of players I wouldn't mind seeing the Texans get. If they get any combination of those players, then I'm good with it. But well, let's, let's get into it. Let's just talk about picks and everything. Let's talk about I know John's got a whole first round, so let's talk about all of them. All right. Well, here's my list of players that I would be cool with the Texans getting in some combination. Okay. I want, you know, Aiden Hutchinson's a pipe dream. That ain't happening. But, you know, Aiden Hutchinson. Iki Ikawando, Sauce Gardner, Evan Neal, Charles Cross, Kyle mm-hmm. Hamilton, Jamison Williams, Devin Lloyd. Um, Jermaine Johnson is someone who I recently have really started liking a lot. Yeah, I and agree with that. George, um, and I'm going to mess his last name, Carl Office out of, George, out of Purdue. Yeah, yeah. I like that kid too. Yeah. But as far I'm, as people I don't want picked, I don't want Travion Walker. I don't want KV on Thibodeau. I don't want Derek uh, Stingley Jr. I don't want Trevor Penning. I think he's overrated. And I don't want a single wide receiver from Ohio State. Really? Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. Not because you don't point. like them or you think they're not that good? I think I don't think they're I think they're overhyped. And traditionally Ooh. Ohio State receivers to me are a bust. I and like who, the Garrett, the Garrett guy. Yeah, I do too. That kid can get up. Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I'm kid. just I'm not I'm not so long. And Olave can oh, fly. Yeah. That dude's I may be wrong on him. God, he's fast. I may be wrong on him, but I'm just I'm just not. There's just been too many times that I feel like Ohio State just did, oh, yeah, they got this great receiver, and they, they never pan out. Okay. All right. Out of those offensive tackles that you, that you mentioned, who do you want the most out of all those offensive tackles? I want Icky. You want Icky? I want Icky, and if I can't get Icky, then give me – I want Icky. In the order, I want Icky, Evan Neal, and Charles Cross. In that order? Okay. In that order. Trevor Penning is – don't be wrong. I mean, he's got this reputation. He reminds me of Kyle Turley is who he reminds me of. But I think he's a little overhyped. I don't think he's as good. I think he gets beat up. I've watched some game film on him and watched some film on him too. I've done a little bit of research here and there on some of these guys, and he seems like he gets he gets bull rushed too easily. Okay. All right. John, what do you got over there? What do you what do you want to go through, John? First 10 picks? What do you got? Or like you like where they're slotted to go? Yeah. I don't, I don't have all that. I mean, oh, you don't have all that? I thought you did. I thought, I thought, I thought you, you were the guru. Yeah. I mean, I, it's probably going to be, I think it's going to be Hutchinson first, but it could be Walker. And then uh, it, it'll probably be, it, it, those two will probably switch spots. It'll, it'll be one, two, either way with those two, I would imagine. And then I think Cook's going to go, the Texans are going to go offensive line and with their first pick. And then I think when they get to their 13th, 
probably best defensive player or maybe wide receiver cook you think yeah more either wide receivers i mean with them it's the gotta board. i mean they have so many spots to fill if they basically just need to say who best guy on our board regardless of position especially in that 13 spot and i've also heard you guys might trade back and Keep try hearing to get that a lot too some, a couple other picks for those but I mean, everyone says that. So you, you, the big thing I keep hearing is that they have a, a quote unquote trade in place with the Kansas City Chiefs for pick 28, their second round pick and a first round pick next year. Yeah. So if they could pull that off, I'd be excited. And then, go ahead. Well, I, I don't have like the, uh, who, like what teams, but I mean, I'm Sauce Gardner is going to be a top 10. Kyle Hamilton's going to be top 10. Probably one of, at least one of the receivers, Wilson or London. Um, and then probably a, probably, I bet three offensive linemen go in the in top ten with uh, Icky O'Neal and probably uh, who's the other one? Uh, the Evan one cook. Evan no. already, Evan Icky Oh Cross mm -hmm. the, the Cross Oh yeah State. Okay Yeah Yeah I think those would be the top those I, I could see those guys going in the top ten What What Tell me this. Y'all have to commit me to this. I don't. I don't think Gardner is for real. I could be wrong about that. Y'all, but y'all, y'all, y'all convince me. What? What? Are, what do y'all like about Gardner? Just like that guy is legit. To me, Gardner checks all the boxes like we talked about earlier. He loves football. He wants to. He's a. He's a gym rat. He's got the speed. He's got the talent. He's yeah, everything checks the boxes for me. That's where I like about him. He. He's there's there's no outside influences that seem to be jacking with him you know he's got a good clean history on health um so does that's it, where i go does it matter though that he didn't play elite exactly does that <laughs> matter because in, in my head that's yes. what i'm that's the guy i'm that's what i'm thinking about right now no shit okay i'm not saying that he's yeah. not but in my head i'm just like how many top guys did he go against in these past Two or three years he's been at Cincinnati. How many I times? I agree with you. Yeah, exactly. To me, he hasn't proven himself. So I love what you're talking about. I like the character, the gym rat stuff. He loves football. There's a lot of say, but in my head, I'm just like, if I can't, that guy's gonna slip down to me. Like yep. if I'm if I'm in the twenties yeah, or thirties, it'd be thirteenth like, round, you know, round thirteen, something like that is where yeah. I pick him up at. Yeah, like he he can weigh a little bit lower, but I'm not I'm not picking this guy. But I'm the same way with Stingley though. Stingley is the opposite. Stingley. Yeah has played against major talent, but he's got too many injuries like we talked about before. And I just, I don't know if he can stay healthy long enough to really enjoy it. Banging my head against the wall. I, I do not want him because of his injury reasons. And in Texas, we've been burned so many times on injuries on players we've drafted. And never, Benny Jopper, he never played for us. Tony Baselli never played for us. I mean, there's so many other players that we picked. And I keep hearing, and I keep hearing, and I keep hearing. Stingley with a third pick. Stingley with a third pick. And I'm like, oh, my God. Please don't pick him with a third pick. That's that's way too early yeah. for Stingley. I don't yeah. think you guys will not with the third. Maybe yeah, that's, that's not gonna happen. Thirteen, but not three. I hope not. If there's if that, all those offensive linemen are there and they take yeah. Stingley, I'm gonna be pissed. I mean, there's no way Icky and O'Neill are gone by three. That, that, so I mean, one of those dudes was gonna be there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's right, because didn't last year, didn't the Lions take that rookie Noah Swell, Swell from Oregon last they, year? He's a left tackle. Left tackle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they don't have to worry about that. So you're right. I mean, Icky is going to be there. So or, the, or Evan O'Neill. 
the mod draft that I watched today on NFL Network, they were talking about, and that was the one that had Aiden Hutchinson slide in the third, actually the fourth to the Jets. And I was like, there's no way. It, if he went by the Texans, I'd be pissed. But they had they had the Lions taking Thibodeau because of that connection with the tackle they took out of Oregon last year and how that all works. They said that they felt that the, the GM and Lions loves West Coast players. I don't, I don't even know why that matters, what region you yeah. come from. I don't, I don't even know why that matters. The, and the only knock I've heard on Neil, though, too, is that Neil's not good on second-tier protection, meaning like cross, you know, if they're, if they're doing a stunt or something like that, that initial hit, and then the, to recover, Neil's not great on that. Now, does that really matter? I don't know how much that really matters. You know, you can always develop that technique, get better at it, because uh, he's a road grader. I mean, as far as run blocking, the dude is a road grader. Yep. So um, you can always chip and do something else. But anyway. Uh, Evan O'Neill's only knock I've heard on him. And I don't know what's the weakness of Icky, but I haven't really followed up on that. They keep talking about his his uh, physical stature. Apparently he has bow-legged knees or something like that, and they were concerned about his long-term um, physical standing to the NFL pounding to it with his knees and like that. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I keep hearing that with Kenyon uh, Green, that he may actually slide into the second round yes, because I've of, heard that concerns, of that, concerns of that left knee. So. If he slides into the second round, I would love the Texans to grab him at the top of the second round. Man, that would be – if you got Icky or Evans and then you picked up, you know, Kyle Hamilton or Jameis Williamson with that 13th pick and you got Kenyon Green with the, in the second round, dude, I'd be running around the house naked screaming. Where <laughs> He's going to be our highest-rated A&M player that gets picked. Oh yeah, definitely. He's the only chance we really have of first round. I think he is though. I don't, and I don't know why he keeps slipping. I didn't know he had any issues with his knee because I it's wasn't just aware. Left knee is what I keep hearing. I don't know what. I didn't know he had a bad left knee, but apparently it was through his medicals and everything that they discovered something up with his left knee. I, I bet he'll go in the in the mid to late twenties at the end. Somebody would probably take a shot on. Because they're saying point. he's he's yeah. the best guard in the draft. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. He is the best guard. But you normally don't get a guard unless he's just otherworldly, uh, super early. That yeah. one kid, uh, what's what's the guy in uh, for the Colts? Oh, oh that guy. Yeah. Oh. Like he was. I think he was a top ten pick, but it's rare to get a guard uh, that early. I can't think of his name. And um, that dude is nasty. Oh, I, yeah. but I love him though. Yeah, he's a great Brandon left Smith, guard. I can't remember his name. Oh, dude. I know he's, I'll look him up. Is it Nelson or something? Yeah, that's it. Quentin, Quentin Nelson. Nelson. Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson. Yeah. yeah, I love that guy. Oh, dude, I wish he was on my team. I really do. But so. when you guys were talking about uh, Ekawanu, like I, the only thing I've heard like good about it, I mean, not not the only thing, but the thing I've been hearing the most is that he's just nasty. Like he's just mm-hmm. ferocious. He, like that. Who was the? I'm gonna forget his name again. The off or the deep? The off, offensive line for the Titans. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, um, when he came out of college, he was known as just almost being like borderline dirty. He was just so aggressive. Talking about the right uh, tackle that they had or used to have? Yeah, I think they still right, have something, think he, right? He got hurt last year, uh, I believe. Uh, I'll look it up. Okay. Who are talking about? But, uh, yeah. Yeah, like that, that's the same guy. Like when he came out, he was just known as being like so physical. Yeah. Mullins, we have. Uh, First round pick. We are sitting very nicely at 24. What are you looking for from the Cowboys? I want offensive line. Um, I know explain? a lot of those OTs are going to be taken by then. You know, Neil and and uh, Trevor Penning uh, might be there for you. Penny might be there. Uh, but 
Really? Uh, let's go guard. There's two pretty damn good guards out there, and, and Kenyon Green is one of them. I would love to see the Cowboys pick him. Um, or uh, Zion Johnson from Boston College. So he would be really, really good, too. But I, I say definitely offensive line. We need we need some help there. Um, okay. I mean, defense, yeah. But I think in this this year, defense, especially in the late rounds, is going to be hit or miss. So I I think we should go with this. A solid pick would be a, a good offensive lineman. Um, and with this being down here, a dip, probably one of those guards. Okay. Now, I'm with you. I, I want offensive linemen also, but you know the kid that I want, and I don't know, I don't know uh, if he, he would fit at left guard and eventually take over at center because I just I still like Biotis or Biotis. How do you understand his last name? But the center that we have right now from Wisconsin. Yes. Yeah. Um, I like uh, that Tyler uh, Lindenbaum. Oh, I yeah. think that dude is yeah. legit. I think that yeah. dude is legit. He's a Hawkeye. Dude, they they you know they breed offensive linemen over there in that country. So right. um, I would love to have him. I would love to have him as a guard first, and then move him over to center after a couple of years and take over that position. And oh yeah, I think that Lindenbauer kid is legit. So uh, yeah. yeah, definitely offensive offensive line. So uh, there's somebody that I want to throw out there that I'm kind of curious what you guys think of him because we're talking about quarterbacks a lot already. But what about that kid Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati? Yeah. The guy that beat the guy that beat Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. You know, do yeah. we like him? Is he is he first round? Is he first round quality? Not no. even close. No. I like him. <laughs> he's one of my he's one of my favorites. He like kind of a sleeper in this one. Like I don't if, say that I don't like him. I don't know he's a first rounder. Like like how we were saying, there's to me there's a lump of five. It, it's Malik, uh, Howell, Ritter. Uh, who am I missing? Pickett. Um, Pickett. And there's one, oh, uh, uh, Coral Corral, whatever that. Coral from Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And to me, like, if you don't want to like jump up in the top 10, 12, 15 or whatever and snag one of these guys and you just wait second round, I think Ritter's perfect. You, you got him, and he just falls to you, and yeah. you let everyone else make the decisions, and yep. I'll be happy to get him yeah. fifth out of those five. I agree with that, and I like the Ritter kid, too, a lot. I like that kid, that Ritter, as a project. Like, if I've got, I don't know, for example, I, I don't know, I've got um, Sam Darnold, you know, I'm, I'm on the Panthers, and, and Ritter falls to me, absolutely. I pick that kid up, and he's a project for a couple of years, and I see if he can be a starter. So. Yeah, but I'm, I'm with you. I like that, Don. I'm with you. I like that Desmond, that Desmond Ritter kid a whole lot. He might be the surprise of all those quarterbacks, to be honest with you. I think he really could be. Yep. I think so my favorite gonna... quarterback in the draft is going to be Matt Coral. But if I was going to do a like a like, hey, I'm going to pick this guy up and kind of see if I can groom him. I think it'd be that Bailey Zap kid from uh, Western Kentucky. Ooh, okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, were you going to say something? Sorry, you were going to say something. What you say? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I was going to say. Uh, so, I mean, with. If you're that high on Ritter, would you are you gonna take him in a second? Yeah, like it's like like John says, if if I if I have an opportunity and I know quarterback's one of my needs, it's not immediate, but it's gonna be a future thing. And he falls to me, Ritter falls to me in the second round. Absolutely. I grab that kid, let him sit the bench, and you know, let him take reps and and whatever else you you know, take the sheet, the play calls or whatever. Absolutely. Let's just just put it this way. Like the other four guys, I don't think they're like largely ahead of this guy like 
they're they're all close enough that I, I agree don't think it. So to me, getting Ritter rather than trading up and like losing uh, draft assets to get like Malik or Pickett or whoever, I'd rather just sit back and let the other four guys go and Ritter or Howell, I might guess, would probably be the fourth or fifth guy left. And I like Ritter way better than Howell. Ritter almost reminds me of a Kirk Cousins. A Kirk Cousins? How does he remind you of that? I think he, how, how reminds me of a Kirk Cousins? Not not in the play wise. Yeah. Not not their play in Billy, but where you could get him in the draft and value you could get from him. Remember that you're the the then Redskins. Yeah. But Griffin, and then was it third round they took Kirk yeah. Cousins? Yeah. Yeah. Cousins. yeah. That same draft. I mean, you, yeah. You could get him second, third round and still get a good value for his pick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he might slip to the third round. He could. The kid don't want to watch that Corral kid. I think he's. That's he's the got a one. chance to do yeah. something. I actually think he's probably going to be the best quarterback out of the out of this the class. I pick, I pick him as the best out of this class too. But I like that Zappy kid too out of Western Kentucky. I think he'd be a good project. Yeah, I, I like. I think Howell is still. I know he didn't do well, but he didn't perform well his last year. But I think Howell's one of those guys. If you pick him up, also kind of third, fourth round, I think he'll be very happy with a Sam Howell. You know. But you know what the the, the top quarterback in this draft was, as Davis Mills. True. He would have stuck around. They said he yeah. was the top pick in this draft. So I'm excited to see what he does this year with us. We'll, we'll never know. Okay. We'll yeah. never know. You're just making assumptions now. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're making assumptions. The, uh, you are. Go ahead. The offensive tackle that I was trying to think of was uh, Lawan Taylor from Michigan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he, guy he, would, he went like in like him. 2015, I believe, or so to, to Titans, and that guy was just nasty. That's what I think this icky kid's going to be like. Yeah. Or potentially. Like I like that. So, yeah. And you, you are making assumptions, by the way. You don't know if Davis Mills would have been a top quarter. I've heard you several know. people mention with Icky that if they had, you know, and obviously it's projecting, right? It's always projecting. They said, you know, every draft will have a Hall of Famer of some sort. But they said if they had to pick someone out of this draft, a lot of people are picking that Icky kid to be the Hall of Famer. Yeah, interesting. You really yeah. think he's the, the closest thing that you can't miss on in the draft? Mm-hmm. Which is maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe a curse, but, you know. I, I remember them <laughs> saying that the year that the, the Raiders uh, had a pick, and they were like, oh, this guy can't miss, this guy can't miss. And I was Robert Gallery. I was like, oh, this guy oh, can't miss. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. They picked him number two. Yeah. Like in typical Raider fashion, right ahead of Larry Fitzgerald. And then Robert Gallery just never – did what he was supposed to do. Oh, well. Uh, give me, give me, hey, give me. At least there's no first round pick to, to mess up this year. Okay. Hey, you got Devontae Adams. That was that, your first that, round pick. That's it. I'll take that. Thank you. Successful first round pick <laughs> for y'all. Um, give me your favorite wide receiver out of this draft. Give me your favorite receiver, whoever it is. Doesn't matter. Somebody go first. Garrett Who's your favorite? Wilson. Garrett Wilson. I like James Wilson's Wilson's. Yeah, I, I do like him, but if he hadn't tore his ACL, I think he'd yes. be top three pick. Yes. Mullins, hmm. that's a good question. Um, you know what? This is going to surprise you. I like that kid out of um, trying to think of his name, uh, North Carolina State. Um, it's a Christian North Carolina something? State. Um. What are you talking about over Wait, here? Wait, how far back are you Hold going? On. I know, so to say. North Dakota State? <laughs> That's what I meant, North oh. Dakota State. Christian yeah, yeah, Watson? Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Okay. 13? Yeah. Anybody out right here, North Dakota State is going to be great. That's true. That's a really good point. That's an excellent point, Mullins. 
That's a really good point. And I, I, I will back you up on that, Mullins, uh, except for the fact that I'm with John. I like that Gary Wilson kid a whole lot. So I think he's a clean route runner. I think he's got yeah. speed and he's got, he can jump. But I, I thank you for repping the North, North Dakota. Now, State. if you're looking at like a little like second round or so, like, you know, not the first four or five guys, I, I like uh, Sky Moore, Western Michigan. Oh, yeah. Pay yeah. attention to that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. Let's see here. Let me look for something. Give me a linebacker. You get a linebacker to choose. You have Nakobe Dean or Devin Lloyd. Who you, who you taking? Oh, man. Dean. I mean, it, that Georgia defense was just nasty. Lloyd, though. Is, Lloyd is nice, man. But Dean he is, is nice. So everywhere. Yeah. But he's got injury concerns, too, I think, don't he? Is that why they're talking yeah, about maybe he's sliding? Isn't that the one that he tore his ACL, didn't he, in his pro day? No, no, that was the the Michigan kid. Oh, I thought it was Dean. Oka was something. Oka Bowie, where I remember his name is. He was the kid of Torres AC Achilles. Is he Edge or? He's an inside linebacker. Mm -hmm. Dean is, right? He plays inside? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like both those kids. Both those kids are rangy. They're long. Play great defense. Lloyd came on more as the season went along at Utah. The more his season progressed, the more he stood out more and more. Yeah. Uh, he played a great Rose Bowl. Um, I'd be happy with either one of them. I'm not going to lie. But my first pick is well. I'd, I would take Dean. I, I think Dean is oh, I think Dean Dean's going to those all over the field, just everywhere, you know? Yep. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about David Ajabo. That's He's him. The, yeah. That's the guy that hurt his – okay. Yeah. He, he tore his Achilles. Yeah. Where, does, where, do, where do injuries – I know we talked about before, but – a guy falls to you, you kind of want him. He, he's good on the field. He's he's got everything you want, but he's injured. Let's get Jobo. Jobo uh, looks like a great egg rusher. Do you take a guy and kind of like the Cowboys? Do you take a guy and like that, but do you wait till he falls to the, the second round for something like that, or do you you see something good and you'd be like, you know what, I can hold on to him for a year, and then next year he's gonna be great. Depends on the team. Yeah, it depends on what your yeah. needs are. Like if you're like. You know the the Chiefs or the the Steelers. Well, I guess the Steelers weren't very good last year, but the Ravens. Sure. Buffalo. Some of these teams, yeah. Buffalo, like you can afford yeah. to like wait a year. Like you're 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 stacked or solid or you're good without them. That seems like a Ravens and, pick to me. Yeah, that doesn't seem like why, a Ravens pick. Yeah, that's why I said Ravens and Steelers, even though they didn't they had off years, but those it always seems like those teams are like one player away from making the playoffs constantly. So yeah, it, it, but if you're like the the Jaguars or the Lions, I don't think you pick a guy like that. Like you need help now. Okay, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I agree with you. That's, that's a Ravens pick. He'll probably if the Ravens got him, he'll be like he'll be an All Pro in two years. He will, yeah, he will be. Yeah, and that, you know, and that's what makes me crazy about them is about about the Ravens. It's, it, when they come up to the draft, you're like. They're going to get a solid pick. Like whoever they get is going to play for them for five or six years and be a quality player, or they'll be an all pro or whatever it is. They, it just, it just fits into their organization. And I don't know how they do it for the past, like 15 years. It feels like maybe longer, but they're just so solid in the draft. They're good at it. Yeah. It it seemed like, like last year with the Patriots too, like every year, they, you know, they're picking at the end and they pick up some offensive lineman or defensive lineman or something. Some guy you never even heard of. He like, played rugby and then he played one year in college or something. And then the one year that they need a quarterback, oh, what do you know? This this gift falls in their lap, like, <laughs> like right to him. Like it always just happens like that. 
same with this, the Ravens. It's like, Colts oh, how did this way. how did this linebacker slip to the back of the the first round? Oh wait, thank you. We'll take him, and now he's like a, a perennial, like a a, a a Suggs or something like that. Some guy like that. Yeah, it's like the Colts with Manning and the Luck. You know, they, they got so lucky with that crap, mm-hmm. and now they're paying for it. It's awesome. Well, I mean, if he wouldn't have <laughs> retired, he'd probably yeah. still be there. No, he would still be there, but he's not, and they're paying for it. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about overall picks for a second. Okay, I'm going to give you the last 20 number one overall picks, oh, and we're going to we're going to see how this all lines up. Okay, and of these 20 picks, the Texans I think have three. <laughs> well, there's one. There's one Oakland Raider. There's one Oakland Raider. Yeah, there's one. You know, there's one. So we ready? Twenty. Start for twenty years ago. Ready? David Carr. Bust. <laughs> but he he never had a fair shake. I it think doesn't that's, matter. He that's, that's un that that was potential that was never fully unleashed. Nah, I think. Mm. I don't know if he would have been a Hall of Famer or anything, but the guy was running for his life for t- for five yeah. years or however long. Yeah, he, he don't get me wrong. He he. If anybody has PTSD from the NFL, it's David yeah. Carr. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll tell you the guy before that. I'll give him one year back. One farther year back. Uh, Two thousand one was Mike Vick. Okay. All right, that's a, 2000, that's a good pick. Okay, two thousand. You don't think it was a bust? We'll talk about it later. We'll keep going. We'll keep going. Maybe it was a bust. What? Oh, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Two thousand three, Carson Palmer. Good pick. Worked out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Two thousand four, obviously worked out fairly well. Eli Manning. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I mean, if you ask Patriots, Bowl, Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, Alex Smith, bust. Initially, yes, I think okay. he. Yeah. I think he's he salvaged his career after about four or five years. Okay, all right. Uh, Two thousand six, Mario Williams, bust, bust. Okay, the dude stole money. <laughs> John, yeah, I mean, but if you look like Reggie Bush, Vince Young, the Brickishaw Ferguson, AJ Hawk, like who the are you going to get? Ferguson, so they should have picked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. It wasn't a great draft. I wanted them to draft Reggie Bush. He did a bust also. Yeah, it that's, what I, that's what I mean. So, yeah. but that's it's ifs and buts. We're talking about who got picked. That's true. All right, uh, 2007. We already know it was just Demarcus Russell. That's not an easy one. Uh, that's a solid pick. <laughs> that's the, uh, <laughs> that, that might the franchise be the, back ten years at all. That might okay. be the all-time <clears throat> bust. <laughs> uh-huh. I guess he you could say be. that was solid. I mean, he was built like a wall. Yeah, I think he played nah. like maybe a two years, a year and a half. I don't know. It wasn't much. That nah, wasn't. Are right, you ready? Let's keep going. All right. 2008, Jake Long, tackle from Michigan. Solid. Yeah, solid. Yeah. 2009, Matthew Stafford. Solid pick. Okay. I don't. Oh, Matthew. Sorry. Sorry. I was thinking of, uh, <laughs> oh. Brad, I was thinking of Bradford for some reason. Sam Bradford. Okay. Stafford, that, yes. Actually, this is the very next year, 2010, Sam Bradford. Yeah. No. Lost. That guy stole that money. Dude, that dude stole a lot. Of you, money. you know the crazy thing was, he won rookie of the year. Yeah, he won rookie of the year. But he stole a lot of money in his NFL career because he was he the did. last one that got the, that giant contract before they changed the rules of yes. the of the, the slotted uh, payments. And then he kept getting giant contracts from everywhere yes. he went. I don't know why, but he did. And he just got he won rookie of the year, dude. Yeah. He won rookie of the year. Come on now, All right. rookie of the year. All right, uh, 2011, Cam Newton. Good pick. Uh, good pick. Good, good solid pick. pick. Short yeah. career for good pick. Him to Super Bowl. He's still playing. Maybe. Maybe. Short Somewhere. Maybe. <laughs> uh, 2012, Andrew Luck. Bust or no bust? 
Not a bust. Not a bust. No, I think it, it worked it's for just, him. Unfortunately, he retired early. Uh, well, yeah. that's, isn't it not just unpoten- unseen potential? Why is, it not, why is he not a bust? Because when he was on the field, he produced. Yeah. And he was on the field. It wasn't like he was on the field for one year. I mean, he was there for, what, five years? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. 2013, uh, Eric Fisher, tackle from Central Michigan. Bust. Okay. 2014, yeah. Jadavion Clowney. Bust. He, yeah, he Ooh. was, for being the number yeah. one overall pick, bust. Bust. 2015 overall pick was Jamison Winston. <sighs> bust. Yeah, I, I, I say so. Okay, I, I think he's a bust too. That's my that's my opinion too. He's a bust. I'm not, not he could totally change his career. So most the of these guys are busts. Most of them. Well, keep going. We're almost done. Uh, 2016, Jared Goff. Oh man, he did take not him a, to a Super not Bowl. a bust. He did took him to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so he's not a bust. Yeah, I don't know yet. He's I don't know. I, he's a hernia. That's, yeah, he's not, he's not a full bust yet. He's bulging. The Rams gave up on him, so I, I don't put that on him. He, he took them to the Super Bowl, so they got their money's worth out of him, and yeah, but then if you they a, traded him away. If you change somebody like that, though, come on. If you trade somebody like that, you obviously know that he can't take you over the top. And they traded a guy, he got uh, him a there. Guy that, that won the Super Bowl. I, I, I know he got him there, but I'm talking about that over the top. That was my point. He didn't get them over the top. Yeah, it's still not a bust. He got him through the uh, Super Bowl. You can't ask for more than that. I mean, I guess you can. You, you can, can ask it. one more. You can ask <laughs> one more thing. One more. But he got him oh, through the I, Super Bowl. I'm gonna call the next one. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say bust. Okay. Uh, 2017, Miles Garrett. Oh, I'm sorry. Next one, not that. <laughs> <laughs> not a bust. Not, not a, a bust. Not a bust. That dude's headed for Canton. Yeah. Okay. Not a bust. Okay. 2018, Baker Mayfield. Bust. You're talking about a guy, guy looking like Cam Newton. He's, he's not. I'm sorry, Moses. Did you just say he's not a bust? He took him to their first freaking playoff and won in 30 years. Oh, my God. How is that not a bust? And again, game. they gave up on him when it wasn't his fault. But how is it not his fault, That's though? Not- I don't understand that part. That, that- he was broke. Oh, in like three different places. Maybe that's on him. Maybe that's on Baker. Maybe Baker didn't do everything in the offseason. Maybe it's that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't say I now understand a broken shoulder. <laughs> I now understand where you guys get so irritated with me talking about I'm not even gonna mention his name, this other quarterback that I talk about, because I feel the same way with you and Baker. I'm just like, what? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You it's crazy like, it's old like man. this like blind spot that he just yeah, not just allowed like, like reality to see. Yeah. yeah wow. Did you like his uh statue where he looks like an elf? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he looked like that dude from uh Terminator. Oh, he did. Yes. Oh, he did look like that guy. I agree. The the liquid one? Yeah. 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 Yep. It's true. <laughs> All right, ready? Right, like finish. That guy. We're gonna finish it up. We're ready? Finish it up. All right. Um, 2019, Kyler Murray. Bust. Nah. If, if they, if definitely if they get rid of him, bust. He ain't done nothing. He, he wasn't worth, like, wrecking their whole thing to get to jump up to get him or whatever. He was Offensive Rookie of the Year. 2019. So I'm, so I'm not ready Sam to say Bradford bust on him yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
It could next end up being is, a bust. The next one is definitely not a bust. I can tell you that right now. 2020 Joe Burrow, not a bust. Not a bust. Got him to the Super he, Bowl. He's got a train. He he has his own train now. Okay. So yeah. once you get your own train, you're good. And of course, last year was uh, Trevor Lawrence, which I don't know no. yet either. We don't know yet. So, uh, so there you go. Those are the past 20 years. Uh, but let me give you some uh, notable ones that were not busts. Okay. So I'm going to go a little far back here. Okay. So we're going to start in the 19, roughly 1970s. Uh, OJ Simpson, number one, 1969. I wasn't a bust. Not a bust. 70, Terry Bradshaw. No. A little bit, maybe. Oh. He won four Super Bowls. <laughs> he, but he could have won more. He could have won yeah. more. He, he could have won, won more. Better. He won, he won more Super Bowls than Baker Mayfield's won playoff games. Oh, okay. All right. 71, Jim Plunkett. Okay. Not a bust. Not a bust. Uh, I'm going to kind of skip around as we go around. Okay. Uh, 1976, uh, Leroy Selman, uh, defensive end, Oklahoma, was definitely a bust. Leroy Jenkins. And actually, no, he went up. Yeah. Yes, he was really good. Um, 1978, Earl Campbell. Oh, definitely not a bust. Uh, 1980 was Billy Sims, which I think is a bust. Mm-hmm. An Probably. actual bust. Uh, 1983 was John Elway. Yeah, he's a bust. Someone did pretty good there with that pick. Uh, 1984 was Irving Fryer. So I'm sorry. Did you just, did you just, or do you think he's a bust? Irving Fryer? Yeah, you were like, yeah. yeah, he's he's all right. It wasn't. I mean, I don't remember like thinking like he's like out. He's all worldly or something. Yeah, I he's mean, he's okay for the number one pick in the draft. Oh boy. Okay. Next. You don't think <laughs> this is the number one pick in the draft, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, number one. I'm talking about. Yeah. Or he? Okay. Yeah. There's definitely if he was number one. No. That's not great. That's not a good pick. All right, I got a couple more. I got a couple more I'm going to share with you guys. Tell me what you think, okay? Uh, 85 was Bruce Smith, so no problem there. Mm-hmm. Um, 86 was Bo Jackson. Mm. Here's, here's, here's a good one. 87, Vinny Testaverde. Mm. He was solid. <laughs> he was being played for like 20 years. and yeah. Seven different teams. He's better than Baker Mayfield. I remember mainly the Browns, and then when he went to the Jets, he was still pretty damn good. Uh, with, with Keyshawn, like I think he was a pretty solid quarterback. Mm, I don't know about that. How many yards passing did he have career? Uh, I have no idea. Give me that second. Uh, 1988 was a guy named Andre Bruce, linebacker out of Auburn. I have no idea who this guy kid this I guy is. Went to the Falcons. Remember that name. The Falcons. Yeah, yeah, he was a bust. Yeah, big time. 89 Troy Aikman kind of worked out a little bit. Uh, 1990 was Jeff George. Uh, that's close. Yeah. Uh, 1991 is Russell Maryland. Uh, 92 is the famous Steve Entman. Here's a good one. Here we go. I want to know. Here we go. 1993 Drew Bledsoe, overall pick. <clears throat> oh, no, nah, he took him to a he took I, him to a Super Bowl. Yeah, not a bust. Not a bust. He just not a bust. A, he busted his uh, lung. What was it? it was a puncture. Maybe some something. No, it was his um, not his kidney. It was his um. Spleen? spleen, yeah, yeah, busted open his spleen. That's how, uh, that's how somebody else's career got started. Drew yeah. blood so much that he almost died on the field. Oh, he <sighs> literally, he did almost, yeah, yeah he came real yeah. close. Yeah, he did. Uh, 1994, uh, Dan Wilkinson, mm-hmm. 95 Last. was Kajana Carter, 
bust. Bad Here's bust, a good one. Bust. Here's a good one. I want to know your thoughts on this one. 1996, Keyshawn Johnson. He's bust. not a bust, but I hate him. Bust. I would, bust? I think so. Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, I'm going to say a bust. Did He, get he the never lived up to his height. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's a bust. You know, I mean, how often on his own team did Wayne Corbett show him up? Like, oh, that's true. Stat, yeah. yeah. And, and Wayne Corbett was the man. I don't even think he was drafted, Wayne Corbett. He wasn't. You're right. He's a bust. Okay. Uh, 97, Orlando Pace. Oh. That guy's yeah. legit. Yeah. 98, Peyton Manning. Eh, 99. Bust, bust. <laughs> yeah. 99, yeah. Was Tim, 99 was Tim Couch. And then 2000 was Courtney bust. Brown. Tim Couch is almost as bad as Russell. Uh, as Russell, did. yeah, he Forgot was. About Courtney Brown. Yeah, uh, I have oh, uh, some too. Vinny's Desperity stats. Okay, yeah, oh too. lord. Okay, I want to hear them. Forty-six thousand two hundred thirty-three yards. Not a bust. Now TD. That's over like thirty years. Thirty. Uh, that was he got two Pro Bowls. That was from eighty-seven. Uh, 20 almost 87 to 2007 21 years it's not 30 he played for the buccaneers browns ravens jets cowboys jets again patriots panthers the only thing i can remember from being tested was the year that the bill that bill parcells was the head coach of the jets and he took them to the second round of the playoffs i believe he tested did and that's about as all i remember out his his most successful time now his TDs, 275 TDs, 267 interceptions. He only had eight more touchdowns than interceptions. Yeah. No, I think he's a bust. And yeah. his overall record is 90 wins, 123 losses. I guess he's a bust. Yeah. College, college football, Hall of Fame. That, he, yeah, I legitly, I, I agree with that. I can agree with that part. But pro football, nah, he's a bust. So, okay. Do you know what his, his name translates to? No. It's Vinny Greenhead. Nah. Okay. All <laughs> Spanish <right>. and Italian. <laughs> two more things, gentlemen. Two more things to talk about. First of all, Aggie baseball got ranked. Finally, taking two out of three this weekend from Arkansas. That was great. Oh, dude. beautiful. Thank Almost you. took that last game. It'd been oh, amazing to get a swap. So close. Yes. It was so good. It was good. I listened to both the, uh, both the games that I. They won. I was like, to listen, yeah. listen to him. Listen to him on the radio. But you're right. We should have taken game one. I mean, game two also. Yeah. Uh, those home runs. Yeah. So, um, Aggie baseball ranked 21. Um, still disrespect sure, right there. But uh, it is. Whatever. It is. A, <clears throat> I agree. But I'd rather have it that way. And I'm sure we lo- we'll probably if we lose one game this weekend to Vanderbilt, I'm sure we'll they'll fall drop out us back. back out. I yeah. Guarantee it. Yeah. I know. And Texas, whatever, swept Baylor terrible Baylor team and they moved up two more spots, whatever. I don't yeah. know. I'll talk about it more. Um, but yes, Aggie baseball is hot right now. Everything's looking good. I like the kid. Uh, what's that kid? Is it Detmer? No, what does it say? The, the guy that played the pitches Friday nights. Is it, is it Detmer? No, what's his name? Uh, gosh, now. Um... Anyway, him and, and Paulus. Yeah. I love those guys. Yeah. So that's good. And then uh, the last thing is, did y'all see the uh, new centennial promotion for the AM facilities. Did y'all yeah. see that? Oh my god, I gosh. saw that. Yeah, that's just crazy. So I think it's gonna be pretty cool. 
I think it looks actually looks legit. All that SEC contra- TV contract money that's yep. coming in, you know. Mm-hmm. Like we burn. had a little little bit extra after those NILs. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, that does the um, NIL money. Does I know that from... that's outside. <laughs> I know. I know. So. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> so I want base Aggie baseball to win this weekend too. Two out of three in Vanderbilt. So but oh, yeah. Wait, that, Vanderbilt is also ranked. They they yeah. moved up. <clears throat> so yeah, I want another ranked win, series yeah. win. I want exactly. that win. Um, because if we do, I think if we could finish the season off strong, maybe I don't think we will, but it'd be nice to host uh that first round. So cool. I don't see it yeah. happening, but uh, we got some more games to win for that to happen. But yeah, to be where we are right now with the injuries that occurred. We're playing pretty damn good baseball. And the so. first year. I mean, for crying out loud, to do what they're doing, you know, with a new coach and a new coaching squad. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm just yeah. highly impressed. Me too. All right, final thoughts, gentlemen. Here we are. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go. Okay. All right. We've already discussed the draft. I'm not going to cover it. White Sox suck. Their season's over. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> Go Rangers. Uh, but I, I want to point out uh, Daryl LaMonica died, the mad bomber. Oh, he was yeah. drafted by the Buffalo Bills, 1963. What round do you think he was drafted in? Anybody guess? This is the AFL draft. Uh, third, fifth, second. 24th round. Oh, that's right. They had all those 24th rounds back then. That's right. Round. Uh, played for the Raiders for eight years, 67 to 74. His first season with them, 13 and one. Second season, 12 and two. Third season, 12, one and one. Uh, that was back when the AFL would play the NFL, the Super Bowl, and they ran into the Packers in Super Bowl two, which was a juggernaut. And then in Super Bowl three, the team of destiny, Joe Namath Jets, beat them. Uh, he played in the Heidi game. He. Won AFL championships, 64, 65, 67, AFL MVP two times. And his final go-round with the Raiders, uh, he lost to the Steelers because of the immaculate reception. So he always, like, had these weird, like, kind of games that would prevent him from winning the big one. And then the next year, I think he played a couple games, but then he was replaced by Stabler at that point. But most people, when they think of like old Raider quarterbacks, they think Plunkett, Stabler. Not not everyone remembers Daryl LaMonica. So yeah, shout out to the Mad Bomber. I like that, John. Nice tribute there. Nice tribute. Man. I'll go next. If you're done, John, I'll go next. No, I'm done. Okay. Uh, White Hawk. The White Sox suck. I'll say that too. They're a terrible team. So Oakland A's suck. They're a terrible team also. Um, Rangers have, yeah, the Rangers surprisingly will have won six games. So I'm, I'm, I think we've already beat expectations. Um, so we got six wins already. So <laughs> I'm happy about that. Um, and we, we, I, we, you know, we got a win against Strohs and a couple of other wins there, but anyway, uh, Aggie baseball, I am super psyched about these last, uh, this probably this last one, I guess two weeks have been extremely great and really good. Uh, not just winning, but winning against quality baseball teams. Uh, Texas State, Dallas Baptist, um, Arkansas win, series win. Just so many good things. The Georgia win on the road. So many good wins. Uh, I'm thinking this team is coming together nicely. <clears throat> I still want the disrespect. I want the disrespect at this point. I don't really care anymore about the rankings. Just give me the disrespect and let's just keep playing ball. Um, 
NBA playoffs, much better than anticipated. I really thought this first round of playoff series was going to be a lot of sweeps. I didn't anticipate even the Suns, uh, the Pelicans winning two games. I didn't see that happening. I didn't see that the Timberwolves were going to uh, win a couple of games. So that's been nice. Celtics with the sweep. I thought that series was going to go seven. Um, so many exciting things actually in the NBA playoffs. So that Anthony Edwards kids from Mich- from Michigan, from Minnesota is legit. I think he's going to be a superstar. And John Morant is definitely a superstar. Um, and then that, that expansion at, at a I, I just looking at the drawings to put that much more money into it. I mean, just, I mean, there's not going to be any, I mean, we can compete with anybody in the country with facilities if they, when this gets done and minor state, it's already starting. So this was just a, an announcement. So, um, I look forward to many more years of college football as SEC contracts and all those other things that bring these facilities to A&M. So, um, with that, I'm done. Oh, next. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, echo the same sentiments that the White Sox suck. We'll continue with that sentiment for a while. Um, I'm gonna say that um, NBA playoffs keep it coming, man. Keep on rolling with the NBA playoffs. I've been enjoying these playoffs immensely. I've watched more basketball and the NBA. I've watched more NBA basketball the last week than I had the entire season, and uh, I've enjoyed it immensely watching these playoff games. Uh, Moran is that dude. In my opinion, he's that dude. And I think this is coming out party, man. I'm excited to see that. It's cool. Um, Aggie baseball is excited to see what's going on with the Aggie baseball team. I'm really, I'd like to see them get to the World Series. I know that, like you said, you guys said, you know, they got a young team, first year coaching staff and everything, but I'd really like to see them get to the World Series. Um, I'd like to see that happen badly. And I'm just going to finish up with the, uh, with the draft. I just, I'm, so excited about the draft, but I, I also have this feeling in my stomach of impending doom that something's going to go wrong tomorrow. And I'm just, I don't know why. I, I think this has been doing a great job, but I just have this feeling that I'm going to get one of these knuckleheads that I don't want. And I'm just, I'm just gearing up for it. Okay. All right. All right. I hope not, Cook. I hope not, Cook. Hopefully everything goes all right. Yeah, I don't know. My stomach already hurts. Ah. Well, we've got the Joneses, so, you know, there's no telling what's going to happen there. Uh, Hopefully, they'll make the right choices. We need offensive line help, so make that happen. Uh, (laughs) Dallas Stars, they need one more win to clinch, and they're up three to nothing right now in the third period. So, they should clinch their wild card spot. Of course, it's the last one, which means they're going to play the Avalanche first round and probably get whooped because the Avalanche is, man, they're whooping everybody. But they'll still make it. So very happy very uh, happy to see that. Uh, Aggie baseball, keep rolling. Just put aside all the negative comments and, and reviews and such that are coming from people like ESPN and their writers. Don't worry about that. Play your game, win your games. And I would love to see the World Series. I'm not expecting it, but it would be nice. Just uh, just do well. Finish the season out strong. Do well in the SEC tournament. Make the NCAA tournament and do well. Um, and then, yeah, my Mavs. One more game. They need to put it away. Get in the second round. I'll be happy. Of course, I would love to see them go further. But second round, I'll be happy. So go Mavs, go Stars, go Aggies. 
and Cowboys don't mess up. Mm-hmm.